This is episode 273 of Nerd's Eye View. For the 26th of April, we have the special guest. Hello. How are you doing? Doing good. How about you? Uh, not bad. Not bad. I'm Jordan, and we're joined, of course, by the man himself. Hi, I'm Andrew. <laughs> You're Andrew. Welcome, Andrew, to your house. Yeah. I was like how every week it's it's you're we're joined by, uh-huh. but it's more like you're joining me. Uh, am I? I mean, we you're, are you're on my us. we are on my oil platform where we craft uh, <laughs> wind chimes. <laughs> yes, that's this yeah. is the wind chime farm, well, and I gave you a plot of that land to put your house on. I mean, you are you're also working on portable wind chime technology. Yeah, so that you'll always have chimes near you. Well. You know, I've got to rule the world somehow. So that way, if we ever have to record somewhere else, you'll have those chimes. Oh, always. Yeah. yeah. They just hang around me like mm-hmm. a bassinet. You mm. need them. Yeah. They're perfect for sleeping. They are a part of me. Cool. We're reviewing <laughs> The Huntsman, Winter's War. Yeah. It's a movie. That's yep. a, it's a sequel, go figure. Oh, Pre- it's prequel, sequel, 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 sequel. Yeah, yeah prequel, whatever. Sequel. I don't even care. I, I don't care about that part of it. I just care that they drop the two or a zero out of the title, mm-hmm. and they just try and act like, oh, this is a thing. Yeah, we're just going to have a series of this character. It's like when, whenever they, usually they get to four. Mm-hmm. The fourth one is when they drop the number. Here, they dropped it right away. Yep. Didn't even... We don't need it. No. Yeah. Well, is it really two, or is it... We'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll, get, we'll discuss, but it also doesn't matter. Let's just, uh, let's put nope. it that way. We're going to find nope. out. We, that's the question, though, and then we're going to answer it. At the end of the show, we're going to have, I guess, the endings before... Our discussion. Are we going to have a discussion on this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been foregoing discussions recently. No, just on Jungle Book. Okay. Who cared? Yeah. Like, it's the Jungle Book. True. We feel exactly the same way about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, uh, before the review, we'll have our new releases and, of course, our top ten. All right. Count me down. I am number ten. Eye in the sky. Watching number nine. Compadres. Who went to number eight. My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2. And it was full of... Criminal. Number number seven. I'm so excited about it. Uh, And they were caught by number six. Beavis Dodge. (laughs) Who was not number five. The Boss. Who came from number four. Zootopia. And frequented number three. Barbershop, the next cut. Which is what a lot of people in number two needed. The Huntsman, Winter's War. Oh, man. And they were all reading number one. The Jungle Book. Uh, let's, let's look at these numbers here. Numbers. Uh, is 20 million bombing? Because I've seen a lot of sensationalized reports yeah. of the Huntsman bombing and Jungle Book winning this. winning. I mean, 60 million can, is still a lot. Can we talk about sensationalized headlines for a second? Please. Have you heard the the news? I'm not going to even call this a spoiler because it's, uh-huh. it's a cameo. Yeah. Uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, mm-hmm. there will be a certain actor making a cameo. Right. And the headline that I, after knowing what it was and not like being like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. The headline that I read after all that was um, Nathan Fillion will be playing Iron Man, kind of. And I was like, you suck. Like, that's not, that's so far removed and not even yeah. close to the actual. That's weird. Because Nathan Fillion will be making a cameo yeah, I saw that, in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 yeah. as an actor playing Tony Stark in a film that looks like it's playing off of the Steve Jobs film. Like, mm-hmm. the poster had that same imagery. So, in, of course, in the Marvel Universe, Tony Stark is their Steve Jobs. 
Do you want to know something and interesting it, about and that? It's, it's silly. It's Steve, just silly. Steve Jobs was a film made after his passing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, right? It's, that's a whole other thing that you can unpack Ooh. if you want. Ooh. But, but the, the thing that I thought was silly was like, oh, Nathan Fillion's playing Tony Stark. He's playing Iron Man. I was like, no. It's a cameo, first of all. It's really dumb. It's not going to be like Nathan Fillion's not going to be the sixth guardian or something. Look, we need to get those clicks. Sixth? Did I get the numbers right? Five? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to count. Gamora. Just say it convincingly. Star-Lord. Rocket Raccoon. Drax. Groot. And Groot. That's five. Yeah. I did it. <laughs> I'm so proud yeah, of you. <laughs> so proud of you. He gets a gold star, too. Oh, oh. I need to get two now? Two. I know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think 20 million is just less than what they thought they were going to make. Yeah. I have no idea what the original made Neither in its I. first weekend. Yeah. But they were hoping, usually uh, uh, in a series, the, the, the one second one makes will more. make more yep. initially, mm-hmm. uh, just because it's a it's a recognized name situation. And you're trying to carry over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this whole Batman thing is dropping down. Diminishing returns, as they say. Yeah, I mean, it's still surpassing some other stuff uh, domestically, but... I think it's dropping quick. Oh, and then there was other sensationalized headlines because mm-hmm. it made it's now made more than Iron Man in total. Yeah. And this is, I guess everyone's forgetting Iron Man came out, what, 10 years ago? Before was the these first, movies were a thing. Which is exactly what I'm talking about with this Huntsman thing. Like, Jesus. it was the first one, so yeah. not everyone was on board with what was going on. Oh, man. Hmm. Do you want to know how much Snow White and Huntsman made opening weekend? How much? Fifty-six million. Yeah, so they were definitely hoping for more, th- like a third. Wow. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! That's sad. Yeah, well, it came out in a busy season. This is the busy season, mm-hmm. so it sucks. Uh, but yeah, Jungle Book kept number one. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it made a lot, a lot, because uh, it's kind of. I think it just like we. I think we talked about this in our review last week. It mm-hmm. straddles the line between like a kids' film and a nostalgia trip, and a yep. It's hitting a bunch of demographics. Mm-hmm. It just made just under half of what it did last week. So, good for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Strong showing. Uh, I think the boss is doing better than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. At least box office. I mean, number wise. Yeah, the, it's almost fifty million now. It's not bad for a raunchy comedy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you know the rest of it. Uh-huh. I don't know. I think it's another uh, just a typical week. Yeah. Nothing, nothing crazy here. There's no horror movies here, which is interesting. Nope. But They're going to be coming out soon. Yeah. Yep. They wax and they wane. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say those words. I didn't even care if it made sense. Yep. Sometimes I get a word in my head and I go, I got to say that word. Cornucopia. So, <laughs> <laughs> let's <Nice. laughs> He's got one of those SAT books. Right. And he learns a new word every day. He's wanting two gold stars. Look, yeah. I always have a stratagem, okay? <laughs> let's, let's, let's move on to the new, new releases. Yeah, sure. Uh, on DVD and Blu-ray. Oh, so okay. Before we say all these new releases, I'm gonna try out a new game. Okay. Oh, right no. here we go. Uh, we've been playing around with this. Is based on an idea that uh, Jordan got from a listener. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where okay, so I'm gonna read all these new releases, and one of them will have a piece of trivia associated with it, which I will tell you at the end. So you guys both have the list in front of you. Um, and you can click on. I put the links in for the lesser known films. You okay. can look at those. The trivia won't. Oh, so we're, it's going it. to all of these. Yeah, out of it's it, not be the TV though, but out of it could be out of any of them. Any of the so DVD, just keep that in mind right. as you're listening. Okay, we're supposed uh, to guess what the trivia. Or no, what? I'm going to tell you the trivia, and you're going to guess what film it I pertains see. to. Yeah. But just let's go through the list here. But have that in the back of your head there. 
a DVD and Blu-ray, uh, a film called Backtrack, which is starring Adrian Brody. This looks like one of those little, uh, you know, they filmed it, wasn't as good as they thought, so they're just dropping it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's it Adrian happens. Brody, so I like him. He he is quite a, a, a shotgun actor. Mm-hmm. Um, he He's in a lot of stuff. I've been thinking about watching The Jacket recently. I've, have you seen that? No. I love that movie. I remember when the, when the trailer came out, I was like, that looks really cool. It is a super interesting movie. Mm-hmm. I think you should watch it. Yeah, and this kind of reminds me of that too. It's a psychological. Oh, okay. Watch he movie. likes those. He does a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, then next on DVD and Blu-ray we have Jane Got a Gun, mm-hmm. which we reviewed in episode two sixty one. Yes, sir. Uh, I believe we didn't have a guest. We did not. It was just you and I. Yeah, and that was a weird film. Oh. Uh-huh. I think we didn't. We called it Flashback the film. Yeah, it was just. I don't know. Yeah. Could have been better. Yeah, it could have been way better. Uh-huh. Uh, and then also on DVD and Blu-ray, Krampus, which was the horror. Is that, is that how it's pronounced? I know. I, I remember Kramp- we talked Krampus. about it. Krampus. 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 Like you, Krampus. Like, like you're, you need you know, a trolley horse. Krampus. 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 I had Krampus. one the other night. It was Krampus. Yeah, they're the worst. Krampy. Right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> That's the uh, the comedy starring Adam Scott. No, it's not. It's a horror film. <laughs> the comedy? And it's not even good, so don't even worry about it. You did see it? Yeah. 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 I skipped <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you know, if you like that idea of a scary Santa Claus, you know, go for it. There you go. <clears throat> I mean, him in myth, that character has been around just as long as Saint Nick. It's a very, very old myth, and mm-hmm. this is actually the second or third movie based on that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, on DVD only, uh, DVD only, <laughs> film called Times Square Lady. And this is Tony Bradley comes to New York City from a small town in Iowa to take over her late father's estate and sporting business, which is primarily gambling on sports events. Yep. It's an old film. 1935. Looks like fun. Mm-hmm. Then new on Blu-ray, Death Becomes Her. Oh, yeah. The Bruce classic. Willis Meryl Streep classic. Uh-huh. Goldie Hawn's in there, too, I guess. Yup, yup. Uh, I just like Meryl Streep and Bruce Willis better. Uh, and uh, lesser known uh, cult film, I believe, uh, I'm sorry, everyone. Would you would, you, would you like to know the, the the plot for this one? Oh, I know the plot. Oh, Does but in case anyone wants to Google it, it's seven S's. Yes, exactly seven. And uh, let's just say someone gets turned into a big cobra. Yeah. Good. Uh, I'm all right. Bad. So let me pull up this trivia. I have it on my old doodly do. So looking over those, did you ever see Gothica? With no. Halle Berry? No. Wait, wait, wait. That's wait. not good. Um, no. It reminded me of Gattaca. I thought you were saying that one. Oh, no, no, no. It's basically, uh, you know, psychologists, patients say they see a ghost, she eventually starts seeing ghosts, that type of thing. Oh, that's awesome. That's what Backtrack is. Is it, good? Is it a good movie? I liked Gothica Gothica's at the time. Good. Come but on. It's, it's The it's, ending of it is like, please give us a sequel. That's how it ends. Yeah. Basically, Halle Berry turns the camera we and got says, so much more. can I get another? Yeah. <laughs> Please, sir. But they all yeah. didn't like that. Remember the, what was it? Uh, there was some ghost movie that turned into a TV show with the same actress. No, I don't. I don't. Whatever you're saying, I don't like it. So I'm not going to recognize that it exists. Uh, it was the chick from House of Five, I think. You're talking about Ghost Whisperer? I know. That's yes. what I was thinking. That's, that wasn't a movie. Wasn't it? No. Ugh. And I'm mad. I've always been mad at Ghost Whisperer. Please elaborate. <laughs> well... Uh, unless I'm getting it confused with Medium, which was equally dumb. 
But Ghost Whisperer, I believe, is the reason why Joan of Arcadia was kicked off of televisions. Oh. Joan of Arcadia was a, a wonderful show that ran for one season with um, Amber Tamblyn mm-hmm. uh, as a young woman who happened to just have conversations with God, who appeared as various random people. Uh, and her family life was like kind of fraught, but she was she was getting through. It was mm-hmm. a it was a show that managed to be a little bit religious, but not over the top, and uh, didn't didn't bang your head over with it. Nice. And it got canceled after one season, and right after that, they got Ghost Whisperer in there. Mm. So you're not upset at the show; you're just upset that it got canceled. I'm upset at Ghost Whisperer for canceling Joan of Arcadia. That's, that's I see that's that swap. how it works. That was that's the swap. That was the swap. That's how show business is. Like, hey, we got to make room in the schedule for this here Ghost Whisperer. Mm-hmm. I'll know about that soon enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, so looking at that list of new releases. Yes. Uh, I'm going to read you this piece of trivia, and you'll have to guess. Uh, whoever can guess first which one. Oh, no. Uh, we'll just go back and forth. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the piece of trivia is, during the skinny dipping scenes, the producers superimposed foliage over the footage to obscure the naughty bits of the actors, most likely to achieve a PG rating as opposed to an R rating. I'm going to say S. That's what I was thinking. Well, dang, you both got it. (laughs) It's because neither of us had seen it, and it makes sense for a (laughs) B-movie like that. (laughs) Uh, Yes, indeed. I mean, I I don't want to make it too hard for the first time. No, that was cool. That was fun, right? We were guinea pigs. I mean, I'd seen seen some of these and, yeah, could intuit. Is it for the second one? Would have been backtrack. For mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would have been the other one. I was going to say death becomes her. But mm-hmm. no. I thought maybe as a wild card that Times Square lady thrown. Yeah. In there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Nineteen thirty-five. Talking about R ratings. Did, were there R-rated films in nineteen thirty-five? I'm not sure. I thought that. I thought that was a, a much later thing. You, you know, could be right. They kind of existed P, PG and G back then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. PG thirteen wasn't even a thing. Mm-hmm. So. Don't know. Yeah. Uh, all right. I also want to change up how we do our TVD here, but I don't know how to... We'll just, we'll just run headlong into this and see what happens. Okay. Because uh, normally with the TVD, we, we attempt to guess whether or not Jordan has seen these shows. Because Jordan... Uh, if, watches If you don't know, Jordan TV. watches too much TV. Uh, he, he once uh, surprised me by saying that he watches every episode of Tr- Treehouse Builders. Treehouse Masters. Oh, my. <laughs> and that is a fantastic <laughs> show. So here we go. Uh, on TVD, we have The Beverly Hillbillies, the official first season. Is it, did they do a remake of this, or is this the old one? I believe this is the old one. Uh-huh. I think that's what makes it official. Okay. Uh, cool. Jordan, I believe you've seen none of it. Mm. Just I was going to say no, but then your question just threw me a little. So I'm going to say you've seen like half of this. No, this is a show that's on repeat all the time on late night TV, so mm. I've seen almost every episode. <sighs> all right, then we have Hot in Cleveland season six. I believe that is the uh, TV Land original mm. uh, featuring the, the talents of Betty White. Uh, I think Wendy Malick is on that. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I believe this is the final season. I, I also saw Hot in Cleveland, uh, whatever they call it, in complete series uh, coming out on, on release. Uh, I'm going to say you've seen none of this. Mm. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to say half. Half of this season. Uh, oh, half of this season or half of the show in general? Like the first three seasons? Yeah, it was the first three seasons. <coughs> I have not seen a single episode. Oh, dang. I don't even know what this show is. Oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have uh, new on TVD, Royal Pains Season 7, which I'm just surprised a show with a name like that could get seven seasons. <laughs> mm-hmm. I believe it's a USA or TBS kind of show. 
I mean, if it's USA, you love that Mr. Robot, you might have caught a couple of these. I'm going to say you've probably seen at least one season of this. Mm-hmm. No. None. 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 <laughs> none. I stopped watching after the fourth season. Oh! It was just, just too much. There was just too I much knew, on, and I it just felt like it was rolling its wheels a little bit. Uh-huh. It's just kind of the same old. It's it's actually a pretty interesting show. Mm-hmm. It's about uh, I kinda the, know what it's about, the yeah. lifestyle of rich people and how they have on-call doctors instead of going to the hospital. So mm-hmm. it, was, it, was, it was actually pretty good and interesting when it started, and now it's just... They're trying to make it more complicated than it is with all these interesting or not so interesting subplots and like backstories and stuff. It was just, I was like, nah, I'm good. Uh, I'll watch other stuff now. So, all right. So that's it for what's coming out new uh, this week on DVD and Blu-ray and TV. Uh, if you want to pick those up, go to your local video store. That you place know, because they're everywhere. Yeah, they do exist. There actually are a decent amount of them. They're just Far tucked away. into like shopping malls and strip yes. malls that. You, we, people don't really frequent all that much anymore. The weird thing is, uh, like Blockbuster destroyed them, and yeah. then Blockbuster was destroyed. So yeah, so now the only ones that exist were the ones that were holding on for dear life before. Mm. I wonder if they could like see a resurgence. Maybe that'd be interesting. I mean, the one down the street from my house that my parents go to, that one has always had a bunch of people in it all the time. There's one down the street from here that I've I've always wanted. I should go to. You should bucket list. Should take that. <laughs> yeah. When I'm 90. Right, you just cross that's, it off. Look, I don't want to make any judgments here, but I think that's when one of like, the... like, we have retro DVDs. That's that's one of the things on the list of like being an adult. It's like, oh, I got a membership to my local video store. Yeah, yeah. it was a right up now I'm a Now I'm a man. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, so <laughs> when we come right back, uh, we will be reviewing Huntsman Winter's War. Don't miss. I never miss. Castle. 
Hello, Huntsman. I've missed you. What are you gonna do? Take on two evil sisters and their entire army? I pray much. Huntsman Winner's War, uh, directed by, oh, he has a funny name, uh, Cedric Nicholas Troyan. It's got a dash in it. Uh, starring Chris Hemsworth, Jessica Chastain, uh, bringing back Charlize Theron, bringing in Emily Blunt. Uh, I don't know if that one guy was in the first one. Which one? Uh, the, the King Prince? What, what yeah, was, he was in it. Yes. He was in the first one? Wow. Because yeah. he's big now. Prince uh-huh. William. He's a big, he's a, he's a, in those Hunger Games and uh, uh-huh. all that right now. Uh-huh. That's happening right now, right? No, those are over. Oh. Those don't exist anymore. All right. Well, he's going to be in that, uh, stricken from the record. Romance movie where he's in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to read the description. With, with the For this film, because this is hilarious to me. As a war between rival queen sisters Ravenna and Freya escalates, Eric and fellow warrior Sarah, members of the Huntsman army raised to protect Freya, try to conceal their forbidden love as they combat Ravenna's wicked intentions. <laughs> That's not the film we just watched, was do, it? Do you want to know something interesting? Huh? The director of this movie was the, was visual, the visual effects, effects supervisor, supervisor from the last from one. one, first one yeah. Do you want to know the movie he he uh, directed before this? He directed another movie? Yeah. yeah. What? Carrot versus Ninja. Oh, boy. <laughs> Is that a and short? Do you want to know what he's a real movie? It's a short. Yeah. Do you want to know what he's now attached to? The uh, Highlander reboot. Oh God, that's that's <laughs> not good. Just a little bit of info there for you. I want to <coughs> see that carrot short. Us <laughs> versus a ninja. No oh less. yeah, that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. So as we uh, kind of hinted at um, at the beginning, this this film manages to both be a prequel and a sequel. Yep. It's the beginning part kind of tells you what happened before uh, Huntsman and Snow White or whatever it was called. Snow White and the Huntsman. Uh-huh. He was second build. Now he's top build. Can, can we talk about something a little weird that is almost strange about, about the story in this film that is a, might be a little spoiler really? Okay. Spoiler I, I don't even know. I don't uh, even know. It, with the plot of this movie, it invalidates one of the main pop points in the first movie of the reason why he hates the queen is because while he was gone, she was taken, and the queen absorbed her beauty. In the first movie... Oh, yeah. It yeah. was completely... In the first movie, right his wife... I don't even know what you're saying. His wife uh-huh. was just a woman uh-huh. in Snow White's kingdom, or her dad's oh, kingdom. Sure. Okay. That's what it and alludes she, to. Yeah, yeah And she just disappeared, and he has no idea what happened to her. Mm-hmm. And then the queen later says, or no, 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 it's her brother who says that I brought her to the queen and watched her get absorbed mm. and, and, and turned old so she could be young forever. Yeah, and then it's And like, then in this movie, it's no. like, nope. Just kidding. Just kidding. That never happened. Maybe. Yeah, I would. I would have never noticed. His head, though. No. No. I think no. they just they this, wanted this to ignore film, a part of it. Yeah, this so film that they just could. invalidates that stuff. Well, There's I think so this, many things this, though that yeah. they're like. Nah. This movie also um, didn't want to pay Kristen Stewart, so at one point, yeah, when they they, they just they, used some footage. Well, they used footage and her and uh, somebody. Uh, they had a, a woman with with long black hair just yep. to s- crying in front sit of in front of a mirror, crying. Which it's like, was, oh, good, that's her. That was kind of funny. Like, we yeah. had the king guy relay information. We had every, maybe, everyone maybe around Maybe she didn't her. want to come back. And then, of course, they don't... Um, they have new dwarves. Yep. 
yeah. which I thought was well, kind of funny. We kept one. We kept one we kept of them. One was the same. Frost. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah Nick. Nick Frost. Okay. We kept him. I was gonna say. Um, I like Nick Frost. The, yeah. Yeah. Was, and Rob Brydon. Rob Brydon is, is great. hilarious. I'm upset he didn't do a Michael Caine impression. He, yeah. He's. Uh, we we <laughs> love him from the trip. Yep. The trips. Uh, the trips. Yeah. Yep. The trip to Italy is the second one, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he's funny. And he showed up in that. Um, I I think now he's like a weird go-to British comedian to show up as a small role yeah. in these epic kind of films. Yeah. Because he was been... in that Cinderella remake. Right. Uh, as like a painter. Yep. He just had like one half of a scene where he's in a, he's painting someone and he's in a weird pulley system where he's like falling out of the pulley. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because he's supposed to be painting the queen. Yeah, it was so weird. Yeah, that was really uh, random. I have to rewatch that. But I loved it. I no, you don't, you don't need just, it. Just <laughs> we'll YouTube that Rob Brydon. Okay. Yeah, just just, just that. that one. Just that. Okay. That's the only part that's worth it. Don't <laughs> be good to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then I mean, most of Kate Blanchett's stuff was pretty good. Oh yeah. Uh, it's too yeah. bad that they just didn't go the Maleficent route with that and just uh-huh. make it about her. Uh-huh. Anyway, they should have. They should have just done that. Uh-huh. This film. Uh, yeah, it's it starts in the past, and it skips past the we, other we movie. We have one line of dialogue, and then bam. Yeah, we're in the and future. then suddenly we're seven it's years later. Seven years is not even a dialogue. It's a, a it's, just, it's a it's a him hitting a straw thing, and then he hits through it, and he's old. Yeah, <laughs> who knows how many years pass there either? It's, it's like fifteen, ten to fifteen years yeah. pass there, and then after the events of the first movie, so seven years pass. Yeah, which is not even. It came out in 2012, so mm-hmm. it was like four years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they did a big time jump. It's timey wimey. Yeah, it's very strange, especially seven years, and both him and uh, Jessica Chastain look exactly the same. Yep. And Emily Blunt is now ageless because of snow, ice. Yeah. Yep. Guess magic. Because that's like it ice magic. <laughs> yeah, because that's like 20 plus years. Yes. Yeah. And she looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And I even thought there's Unless, a very, well, she's the younger sister, right? So maybe she was like 18. So she's, I don't I mean, know. She she'd still look older. Right? Eternally yeah. ice, yeah. icy. Well, the cold things do not mm. break down. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with that. Well, they don't. <laughs> you know, just watch Game of Thrones, <laughs> new season. So I'm looking, I'm looking through the trivia for something good. Apparently, Jessica Chastain was contractually obligated to appear in this film. I could tell because she look on her face. She she was in Crimson Peak, and so they they got her for two. Oh, this is the second one. <laughs> anyway, huh. uh, yeah, it's very. Uh, this is quite a film. Yep. I think. I think the weird thing is though, as I was watching it, it suddenly, like I I had the feeling, and and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if either you will get this, but that I was watching the, um, like a filmed, you know realization of a, a Dungeons and Dragons session that was happening. Mm, I can see that. It was, it was very strange to me and then I and then I enjoyed that aspect of it. I mean, it's better than any of the Dungeons and Dragons movies. Well, and I mean, it's it was it's a fantasy setting. It's a very broad fantasy setting with mm-hmm. a very weirdly specific bent to it where the villain is the it is somehow related to S- snow white in a way mm-hmm. and so it's kind of using elements that you know but mixing in like weird stuff like uh oh yeah goblins are like uh, gold monkeys like it mm-hmm. is like okay yeah, that was interesting that was strange yeah 
And there were some times where someone like screwed up and I was like, oh, they, they rolled badly. Like I just suddenly everything was translating in my brain like and it started making more sense. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, he missed that roll. Yeah. Like when he oh, jumped critical he, failure. I mean, n- not to say what exactly I'm referring to, but when he jumps on the roof and he kind of like slips and then he jumps on another roof and keeps slipping. I go, oh, he's not making it. He's not. And then he finally, oh, he got he got like a three. Like he finally got good enough to hang and, on. And they and they they like they totally cancel anyone being like someone would have heard that to the two dwarves inside going whoa yeah like that was it like <laughs> yeah. no one else in the entire building would have been right like there's a spot. huge dude bumping on the top of this building right now mm-hmm. no and even there's in, an avalanche uh-huh. like the huntsman didn't he he kept like losing fights like uh-huh. he was not doing very well in all right? the fights and so i was kind of like oh yeah this is this kind of feels more real like yeah. this feels like a weirdly he's just real a dude that's D&D good and stuff campaign. but he's not perfect i feel yeah. like he lost all of his skill <laughs> from the first movie yes I mean, That's, didn't they? They kind yeah, of talk was, about that, but it just—he was way cooler. It didn't make that much sense. Yeah, he was. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Should we even? I mean, Jessica, what, do you want to talk about the frozen stuff? You want to talk about how yeah, basically you got like notes, right? I, I came prepared. I want, to, I want to hear some of these notes. Mm-hmm. Well, you mentioned brave. I was excited. Or, 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 you're, you're making connections that I didn't make. Oh, really? Well, because I just didn't care. I mean, oh. <laughs> I was just like, wow, that accent's weird. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> yep. Can we talk about the accents? Uh-huh. Mm. Talk oh, about was... the accent. I don't know. That's it. It was just, I don't know. You can eh? Nah. You can eh talk about Well, they were trying to do <laughs> Scottish accents. I know they were, but it, just, it, was it wasn't good. It, it, was just, it was just for her, though. It was hard to understand Chris Hemsworth. It was really, it was tough at times. I thought it was Did more he hard to have understand. a Scottish accent in the first movie? No, I rewatched it, and you can actually understand. What I he's watched it for the first time. time two days ago. Oh, for the first time, and he didn't have a Scottish accent. Yeah. yeah, and then he had it. See, I would admit that, like, maybe he had it before the seven-year jump, but then he had it again after the seven-year jump. It just so it would have made sense if he yeah. lost the accent because he went somewhere else. Yeah, because that happens to people. Yeah, but he still had it after the seven years. Like it he, was... like he found it again. <sighs> or like if it came back with his, how much can we get? No away? spoilers. Okay. No spoilers. Later. Not yet. Later. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like this, this. It's it's easier for me to think of this film as not being at all connected to another film and just. It probably would have done better. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, yeah. I mean, it, they still could have somehow kept. Right, Chris Hemsworth. I kind of liked him. Mm-hmm. He was fun. Charlie's yeah. Theron. She was fun. Without dumb accent, was it would have been fine. In the first one. It, yeah, he, he was. was more of a badass. He, in it the was first weird. One. He lost several fights. Until he loses fights in the first one, but oh. when they when it matters, he does well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know what like secrets this film is keeping because at the beginning, it's it's. I mean, in the, all the trailers, you know, Charlize Theron is there. She's a big part of the marketing for this. Yes. And it's kind of like, oh, well, how can that be if in the first movie she dies? I don't even remember. I know. I watched how she died and uh-huh. it was like, yep. But yeah. Then, yeah. Well, they explain it in this one. Well, as soon as I, I, real, I, I was like, oh, I get it. Like watching the film, you kind of get, oh, I, I get how they're going to bring her back. Like it's mm-hmm. not even, it's, it's not dumb, but it's not hard to figure out. It's comic book logic. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's extremely mm-hmm. uh, silly, but a little fun at the same time. Yeah. Which is, again, what made me think, oh, this is like I'm watching a D&D campaign fully realized into a film. Like this is, mm-hmm. these are some people playing these characters. They're, yep. they're being silly and weird and, and trying to be badass. Like uh, Chris Hemsworth does that, or the Huntsman does that jump, and then he's like bragging to, what's her name, 
like oh you see i did that jump it's like yeah sure okay good for you i don't know i want to talk about rob bryden can i just make this all about him no, he's great he was hilarious <laughs> yeah like i loved both of them we needed a hundred percent more rob Bryden. him him and nick ross just i dug it but i like i really like those uh, scenes with all with, with dwarves because they yeah. were commenting on everything you know what i mean they were they were comedians commentating Mm. But all from a dwarven standpoint, and one of I them just, was I'm, one of them was kind of dumb, and the other one was bigoted. But it was, he was still funny. Mean. The mean Rob Brydon is the mean dwarf. Yeah, is the <laughs> funniest thing. Uh-huh. It's just there's there's a part where they meet the female dwarves, and they're just throwing insults back and oh forth. My God, and I was like, awesome. This is, I mean, this is just uh, weird British insults, but it's working because <laughs> yeah, it sounds old timey. Loved it. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what to talk about here. It seemed like there were also a lot of side characters that didn't really get used. Yep. Like there was the the guy that confronts the huntsman in that inn, mm-hmm. and then he kind of never he's gets just, yeah, a name or a character. Huntsman. Well, he dies later in the film. Well, he gets his hand cut off, mm-hmm. which is kind of like, did that matter? It didn't no. seem to matter well, at all. Because he died later anyway. Every, I mean, a lot of people died later. A lot of people died. Uh I don't know. Oh, and when it started, I'm sorry, I just saw what the young actor that was supposed to be Chris Hemsworth looked like, and I was like, that doesn't look like him at all. Like, I didn't think that little kid looked like him at all. His nose is wrong. Am I crazy? I was like, just are look they... look at the eyes. Because they were the focusing eyes. on these, these, all these little kids that were being taken, and a couple of them were kind of being like the main focus, and I was like, is that... Are we supposed to... Oh, I guess that's supposed to be the Huntsman. I guess that's supposed to be him. Uh, I don't know. That's just me. Uh, yeah, this, this movie was, uh, you know, you know, yeah, the nose is a little different. I must say I liked it. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Only because I imagined it as just here. Let's just have some weird fantasy fun. Mm-hmm. Let's just get out there, do the best we can. <laughs> have some, have some awesome moments of, uh, you know, arrow shooting and knife throwing and Fighting. whatever else. The story didn't matter that much to me. I was much more intrigued when it came to the like actual sister, you know, rivalry. Mm-hmm. That was when we actually got it back around to that. Uh, in the later part of the film, I was like, "All right, here we the go." The last twenty minutes. Interesting. Interesting. Was it even twenty? I think it was at least the last twenty minutes. Which, during spoiler, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they doubled down on what I call the belly of the whale, mm-hmm. the the lowest point in the film when mm-hmm. everything seems lost. They yeah. double down on it because mm-hmm. there's there's a moment of betrayal and then there's a later moment of just like utter loss. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess, I mean, they don't know how to write a story here. <laughs> they're just, they're just kind of just going by the skin of their teeth. Mm-hmm. Teeth. I wasn't going to say anything. Skin of their teeth. Nope. All right, teeth it is. We were going to let you have it. Uh, I don't know. Visually, huh? Well, this is an interesting film. Yeah, they did some cool stuff visually. The mirror was cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mirror was d- cool in the last one, though. I do, yeah, I did enjoy uh, the the mirror effect is neat when it becomes like a person and it when it like melts down on the floor and all that. Uh, I did think the first time that they showed the owl eyes, the owl spy, whatever it was, I was like, oh, this is this is bad. That first time looks bad. The first time would look so bad. Super bad because they do too much. Shine. Movement on it. Oh, I thought like it, it was moves, too shiny. Well, yeah, but it also the reason why it looks that way is because they're animating it too much, mm-hmm. and in every other scene after that, it's just sitting still, moving its head a little bit, mm-hmm. and it looks much more believable mm-hmm. in that way. Well, especially when when it does get uh, like one of them gets destroyed or whatever, and and uh, 
Hemsworth picks it up, it's just snow. Yeah. It's so I was like, why was it so shiny? Right. It was so absurd how shiny it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I think if they made another one, I'd watch it though. Right? <laughs> Huntsman, uh, still fighting. Summer. Summer. I don't know. Summer something. What's I mean? They they kind of rip off some things in this film anyway. Like uh, you know Freya. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a whole. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that whole thing is very Norse. Mm-hmm. Their architecture, everything. That part of the world, mm-hmm. it was very much... And just the name Freya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it is, that is the name of a Norse god. Yeah. So so it's like, huh. Yeah. It was about as, uh, you know, as brilliant as, you know, Ravenna. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was... Revenge. She used, well, and she used ravens? Oh, her name's Ravenna. Yeah. Wow, we figured that one out, guys. Yep. Freya uh, Frozen. Yeah? <laughs> what do you have to say on that? Uh, don't I have to wait? Read some later? notes. I don't know. I, well, I don't. I'll wait. Are, is everything you have written down here a spoiler? I don't know, and I don't want to make. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> jeopardize anything. Don't want to jeopardize anyone's enjoyment. I, you know? Of this, I'm just looking out. Uh, soon to be classic film. Freya, the Norse god, has nothing to do with ice. Oh, bummer. Nothing. Yeah, I figured they were just using the name, though. Mm-hmm. It was just like, okay. Yep. We'll just take that name right there. Mm hmm. And then, of course, they put I the mean, names in a hat and they chose one. I guess. Yeah. They were like, what, which one sounds the most Norse? Yep. Which one sounds Norsey? Uh, all right. I guess I'm the only one who liked this film. I mean, it's all right. I, it's yeah, a movie. I, it's neither bad I mean, I'm gonna nor say it's great. For, forgettable. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, what a ride. I enjoyed it while I was there, but I just found a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, the most enjoyable scenes were the dwarves. Mm-hmm. Like that's when I had the most fun with the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And other than that, it was just like, all right, okay. All right. Well, I guess we'll save the rest for the discussion. Yep. Uh, so stick around to the end of the show for that. Hello, Benview fans. If you're listening to the show that has the sad, you like the network. So I'm here to say, maybe consider checking out Popsicles, a show where a guy mainly doesn't say anything for a while and then get people get mad at him because he hasn't seen the same things they've seen. Benson's just being, being hard that's, on that's, himself. <laughs> that's what the show seems like to me. All right, well, you can listen to Popsicles. <laughs> it's got Derek and me, Brendan Creasy, and Benson. He's a big part of the show. Don't let him undersell it. <laughs> You can listen to it on the Benview Network website, benviewnetwork.com, or go to popsiclespodcast.com, or wherever you find podcasts. If you like Radio Brendo Man, or the late but great Picture Start, or Benson's Blue Box, this show's got all three of those on. Listen to me get browbeaten by, by these two <laughs> for 90 minutes every every few months. All right, let's talk about what's coming out new in uh, theaters. Movies. We got Keanu. Is that what they are? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, uh, he had to clarify. I understand. <laughs> Jordan had to clarify because the first one's Keanu. Yeah. It's a uh, movie. I see. I not see. A per- it's, Keanu Reeves is not making a worldwide tour of stopping at movie theaters. He, well, how cool he has that? turned himself into celluloid so and, no- and cloned himself via that, that way so that he... Right? Anyway. We're just going to pass Mother's over Day. <laughs> See, and no, no, this is another confusing one. Mother's Day. I know it's an event. I know it's coming up, but uh-huh. this is a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Ratchet and Clank. Also confusing. It was a because video game. It is. And there's also a video game by the same name that is a tie in for this movie, which is a game based on a movie based on a game. So it could be confusing. Yeah. 
Well, thank you. And then the least confusing is Papa Hemingway in Cuba. That's just for the family Hemingway, so yeah. they know that they're not supposed to go visit their Papa in Cuba. Yeah. It's that he's not there. He's not there. It's okay. Uh, so before we really guess the ending, let's give out some thanks, some attributions. Uh, first of all, for uh, thanks to Silent Partner, who did our theme song, Sophomore Makeout. That's from the YouTube Audio Library. Go to youtube.com slash audio library, and you'll find that song and many more that are free to use for your creative endeavors. Uh, our logo, if you like it, it was drawn by Justin Kizon. He's a writer and an artist, and you can see his writings at Agents of Guard. That's agentsofguard.com. Uh, I do another podcast. Uh, I do a couple other podcasts. You know, I just do podcasts all the time. I'm just Mr. Podcast over here. Uh, that is your email. The one, yeah. The one I want to promote right now is called Pick Your Path. It's a choose-your-own-adventure-style enhanced podcast uh, written by myself, David King, and Matt Benson. And uh, in it, uh, every episode is, in fact, an a, a original choose-your-own-adventure-style story, meaning that you, the listener, get to make choices uh, down different pathways. And uh, it's done with the magic of um, audio files and uh, narration. You, you do it with people who love audio? Yeah. Audiophiles. Mm. <laughs> and, and if you want to listen to that, go to benviewnetwork.com slash PYP or just search for Pick Your Path on your favorite podcast listening uh, service. Make sure uh, you spell it right, though. You don't want to search for PCP. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, season one is available in full right now. Season two we're working on, uh, but in between these two seasons, we've been releasing some shorter bonus content that Ooh. is just kind of us talking about pick your path or choose your own adventure style stories or our own creations or stuff, stuff like that cool uh if tom was here he'd tell you about his website optograb.org or to go check out his short stories on amazon smashwords that's thomas willett uh and jordan i stream video games over at twitch.tv backslash gamer salt weekly head over there this saturday from 3 to 5 p.m Pacific Standard Time. I think I'll be playing Dark Souls 3, even though I already beat it. You can go ahead and check out my review of Dark Souls 3 over at GamersAltWeekly.com. That'll be coming out this week. You said that so fast. <laughs> and uh, definitely follow at GA Weekly on Twitter for any updates on all of our news, reviews, and of course, our streaming schedule, which is nearly every day. You'll find something you like, so come by and hang out. Uh, Jessica? Um, I take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I am on Instagram. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's, that, what's, that, what's it called? Jessica L. McKay. Ooh. And that's my, uh, my acting one. Yeah. And Two. hopefully we'll be seeing you in some kind of a web series or a TV show or Oh, a man, I'm, I'm rooting for TV. a stage production? What, what else could you do? Movies. I want to see you everywhere. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Commercials. Mm-hmm. Well, the infomercial mm-hmm. should be out pretty soon here. Nice. So there we go. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'll be there for the premiere. Of the infomercial. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. In front of the TV. I'll be in the crowd. You'll be there at 3 a.m. turning uh-huh. on your channel 56. <laughs> right. I'm usually up playing video games anyway. I am most excited for my on. patients to be like, look! I'm, that's Sorry, that was really loud, everyone. <laughs> I'm most excited for that. <laughs> uh, all right, you should check out all the other great podcasts on the Benview Network. That's benviewnetwork.com. Uh, we have a bunch of new shows. Uh, we have uh, Van Dammit. Uh, where two young gentlemen are going through the oeuvre of Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, we have uh, uh, Trent Talk, uh, where two nice people are talking all about Trent Reznor's music, uh, starting at the beginning and going through each and every single album. Uh, check that out. We have the podcast preview, uh, where they will be, you know, 
the previewing podcasts. But J- Jessica, you're very confused. <laughs> I'm doing this fun thing where I remember Oh, is that what's happening? Oh and then God, I say I them out loud. Oh, memory. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we have the artist tree, uh, which is uh, Kayla uh, interviewing uh, various different industry professionals uh, within the entertainment industry and uh, giving some tips and pointers for people who want to get started. Uh, so, yeah, those are all the new shows. Uh, of course, there's all your old favorites, Comic Nerd Unite, Star Wars Nerd Unite, Popsicles, Radio Brendo Man, uh, all the good stuff at BenjiNetwork.com. And then our personal website is NEVPodcast.com. You can email us NEVPodcast at gmail.com and on Twitter at NEVPodcast. And my personal Twitter is at PodcasterAndrew. Jessica doesn't have one. Do you have a Twitter? Twitter? Mm. You just do Instagram? Mm. That's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm at True Valk. All right, so now it's time for Guess the Ending. You'll never guess how it ends. I dance every time that you say that I and know. I listen to the podcast. I like do this little dance. Well, I'm very glad. That you got you, to see it finally. I, okay, then. <laughs> I feel like I saw it last time. What, did I? Did I? Mr. Mr. Memory. Was that? No. Keanu, directed by <laughs> Peter and Ticio. Starring Keegan, Michael K., Jordan Peele, Will Forte, and Nia Long. Friends hatch a plan to retrieve a stolen kitten by posing as drug dealers for a street gang. So, we've got our lovable misfits, Key and Peele. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they find a kitten on the side of the road and, and they grow to love it. And uh, eventually that kitten disappears. And at first they think something bad has happened to this kitten. So they freak out. They call the local shelters and clinics, and, and they post pictures everywhere. And then they see a poster, which is very reminiscent of that poster that's going around on the internet saying, found dog, uh, we're friends now, don't call, don't make it weird. <laughs> and it was a picture of a duck. Uh, but this is a picture of Keanu, and uh, he's rocking a chain and, and, a hood and a beanie. And it says, uh, don't call, we friends now, don't make it weird. Um, and uh, from that point on, they ingratiate themselves into the uh, criminal underworld in an attempt to reunite with their beloved Keanu. And, uh, you know, there are some some scenes with uh, some drug paraphernalia, some uh, old weapons, and uh, there is some shooting, some hiding, some running. But uh, at the end, they are reunited with their beloved kitten, and uh, it, it strangely switches tones there right at the end because uh, through all this time, there's a lot of violence, there's a, you know bad language and stuff, but uh, the, uh, the, the gangster criminal mastermind uh, says, you know what, we're just going to put the kitten in the middle and, and whoever Keanu walks to, that's who gets to take Keanu I was going to ask about that, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Keanu just leaves. Oh, he doesn't choose anyone. <gasps> yeah. Whoa. Keanu's like, you know what? I don't need any of this drama. He says, I'm my own kitten. I don't need any of this bullshit. I've I'm a my strong, own. independent kitten. Look, yeah. In I, I was with my people at the beginning of all this, and you, you guys took me, me from the street. Yeah. And then from there, these other people took me. I've made no decisions of my own this whole time. I'm going to have my own agency in this world, and I'm going to go back to my family. And he goes back, and he has a good time, and Ken uh, Peel gets shot. So, oh boy! Whoa! Uh, yeah. The gangster's so pissed that Keanu leaves, and he's like, "You know, this never would have happened if you hadn't done this." And uh, that's that's the end of the movie. 
It's it's kind of a bummer, but the cat has agency, so that's important. You know, we need to let them choose for themselves. Mm-hmm. And if you try and and take away someone's right to choose, uh, you get shot. Mm-hmm. Interesting message. Wow. Not one you you'd think from a comedy like this. But no, that took a, a dark turn. Yeah. I was not prepared. Yeah. It's so, your turn now. I know. I don't know how I'm going to follow that. Uh-huh. Honestly. <laughs> I, know right. it's, I know it's rough. I yeah. All right. I got to close it out. That's the finisher is always the hard one. All right, the middle ones, you know, just well, the next one. I yeah. mean, if you take one of my ideas, then I can't use it. That's that is that is very mm-hmm. true. I don't think I will, though, for this one. That's why I went dark. You never know. So you guys can be See? on the happier well, side. I always choose the happy one. Jordan knows the balance. But that's yeah. why I knew to go dark. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, sorry. Uh-huh. Okay. Mother's Day, the movie, I need to clarify, not yeah. the date. Yeah. The movie what's happening you get so like easily confused <laughs> doing anything like if i just started raising my hand you would stop talking well, i want to like, know what's happening what's, what are you doing what is happening yeah okay that's not cool right there that put that put, down put the pineapple down <laughs> andrew <laughs> the porcelain pineapple is like now you gotta my... keep your cool and just keep going right. this, is, this is your training this is your training Jedi training yeah i love the alliteration with porcelain pineapple yeah i dig it mm-hmm you may not have that when I leave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Director Gary Marshall, starring Jennifer Aniston, Kate Hudson, Julia Roberts, and Jason, oh boy, Sudikis? I like Jason, oh boy. Oh boy. That's his middle name, actually. Yeah. Oh, wow. That, yeah. Jason, oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. Just like that. Oh boy. Did I say that right? Sudikis? Sudikis. Sudikis. You know. All right, three generations come together in the week leading up to Mother's Day. All right, so they have a very rocky past, and uh, no one really gets along. And so Jennifer Aniston and Kate Hudson, they're the uh, the children here. And uh, Julia Roberts, well, she stars as the male woman in this this movie. And she comes and she brings them a letter, and it is from their mother saying, you know, happy early Mother's Day. And the mother's trying to reach out to the children because everybody is so rocky. And so, you know, uh, Jennifer Aniston has her own children, so she's trying to instill the, uh, you know, the wisdom from her life and her mother's life. And, of course, you know, the teenagers are rebelling against her, so everybody's kind of in turmoil. And um, so they all decide to get together at this restaurant. And, you know, because it'll be a civil get together there won't be any fighting any yelling hopefully Hopefully. that's yeah right you were on my same track Uh oh Oh no but but they're seated outside and a major (sighs) food fight happens all right and this is yeah tea is being like flung into people's faces i mean that's the reason why we don't invite you to to get togethers anymore because of the the food fight side note we used to have food fights at our christmas parties oh my god i know it was a thing this is based on your real life adventures were there plastic tarps down like dexter lived there or what no no plus so just food went everywhere yeah i started it twice two years and but you never wanted to be the one like at the end because they'd be like who started it they're the one who has to clean it so Uh you had to do it very sneakily yeah of course and so yeah this is totally off track but i'm gonna use it in the movie go ahead it's a side story it's a side story Yeah. yeah So I, in my, my first one, I got a, you know, roll and I stuck it into like a, a, a bread cube or a bread yeah, sure. sphere, whatever. And I chucked it at my uncle who mm-hmm. was the comedy guy. Like he was the, the jokester, the prankster. Mm-hmm. I kid you not. It went into his water cup 
And that's what started it. Ooh. That's what started. No one knew where it was because I was very good. You know, I'm very good. Uh-huh. I like turned around and I was all eating and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And then <laughs> it, war, just war. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that's what happens in the movie. Yes. And yeah. then they're all laughing and it's like, it's like that part from, um, Peter Pan Hook from Hook the when they're all much better. Thank you. They, I know, I know. I was, I was getting there, and uh, they're all they have all the sloppy food, and they're all they like hug it out, and then they're happy again. All right. Yeah. All right. Food fights solve things. Mm. Um, no comment. No. Nope. You're just gonna just let that be the end of it. Oh, mm-hmm. All right. Papa Hemingway in Cuba, directed by Bobbiari, or Bobbiari. Uh, starring Giovanni Ribisi, Jolie Richardson, Adrian Sparks, and Minka Kelly. In 1959, a young journalist ventures to Havana, Cuba to meet his idol, the legendary Ernest Hemingway, who helped him find his literary voice while the Cuban Revolution comes to a boil around them. So this is um, one of those films where that's certainly, I mean, he goes, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those films where they use the historical figure as part of a romantic comedy. If you all recall the uh, comedic film, the romantic comedy IQ, where um, Albert Einstein helped his niece uh, fall in love with the mechanic, right? Yeah. That was a film. Mm -hmm. So this is like that (laughs) film where um, Ernest Hemingway helps his granddaughter fall in love with this young journalist who idolizes him because he sees in him the spark of creativity that he had as a young man and he he thinks that this man is worthy enough and also his granddaughter is um cuban herself and so because of the cuban revolution happening around them uh this young journalist he actually gets gets a lot of good information so they can write a lot of articles and send them back to uh america so that they'll get published and so he'll get you know a lot of recognition for writing about the cuban revolution and the last scene of the film is um the grand uh, granddaughter hemingway <laughs> And uh, the journalist are on a boat going back to America, and and there's Ernest Hemingway. He's on a on a rocking chair on the pier, and he's just he's he shouts good good travels, so long. That's <laughs> both it. of them. Yeah, to both of them. Does he take like a hat off? And yeah, of course. It yeah. To yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've seen it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is there a feather in the hat or just regular? Uh, I mean, it's a couple of feathers. Okay. He he could never just have one feather. Uh, you, no, yeah. I had to ask because then you have to call it macaroni. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Bring it way back. Uh, all right. So now that we're not even going to say anything, we've done all that. We no. can end the guessing <laughs> and also end uh, the show as, Aww. as you're listening to it. Stick of around course, for the discussion. Yeah. If you stick around after the theme music, you'll get our discussion uh, where Jessica goes point by point down <laughs> a list of items. I just wanted to be systematic. That's you all. You will just not, you'll, you won't miss a thing. You'll get the whole everything about the movie. You'll that be Jessica all liked and didn't Aerosmith like. about and it. And let me guess, one is bigger than the other. <laughs> let me tell you that. Uh, all right, so I guess uh, next week we're going to review Mother's Day, right? <laughs> Jordan's blank look <laughs> told a thousand tales. His eyes desperate Someone, for something better than someone's that. Someone's going to be here to review that movie. So with you. desperate. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the hell we're gonna do, but uh, come back next week. Uh, by come back, I mean I'll, I'll be, be seeing, subscribed and download again. I'll be seeing two of these episodes. movies. Uh, but uh, until then, this has been episode two hundred and seventy-three of Nerds I View. I'm Andrew. I'm Jessica. And I'm Jordan. And remember, listeners, if a pseudo dude comes up to you and says, "Hey, Snow White's sick," 
you gotta go save the kingdom or whatever <laughs> uh you're gonna meet your wife who died so that's that's cool just go for it no questions asked yeah. we will get there it's a movie oh that's good shall i write that on it's gonna be too? it's gonna be the box quote <laughs> okay i'm gonna put it down it's a movie Papanakande. that's gonna be the new the thing at the end now good. since you don't like i'm so glad All right, let's get to this discussion here. Uh, you're going to make it. Yeah. So the... Oh, you're not yourself. Here's a Snickers. <laughs> Break it into a Snickers uh, for discussion time. Oh, you know what? That's perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what's going on right now. I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to hold us together, trying to get us into this discussion. And then candy happened. Uh, Jessica, I want you to read every single thing no. on your paper now. Well, we may have because you. I don't think you Just read any of them during the actual review. Go down the list. All right, let me move this out of the way. Oh my god! We're gonna get all into. The, and then, yeah, I have little symbols. Okay, my first. Big you have problem. a wait. You have a legend for your. Shut up! This is how I. Work. And there are lots of arrows too. My, I'm my very goodness. intrigued. Good and bad. Oh dear! Whoa! Now I get it. Am I really Whoa. the only one who does this? I can't be the only one who does this. No, but I also. I mean, like I said, I kind of like this notes. movie. No, I didn't make any notes. I saw the movie two hours ago. So <laughs> you saw my notes. It's all up yeah, here. I did see your, it's, it's a movie. It's a movie. It's all <laughs> up here. Look, I'm telling you, when you look at it as like, oh, this is a a, a film realization of a D and D adventure, you go like, oh, okay, now I understand why it's like just okay. Like it's like kind of an okay story. It has like a lot of like twists where it's like she's dead. No, she's alive. It's like oh, he killed the baby. No, she's she's alive. She killed the baby. It's like all these little whoa isn't that crazy and then at the end it's like what even happened like Mm -hmm. nothing happened essentially these adventures when adventuring you know got the glory and everything's the same so i mean so yeah i enjoyed it does that sound like a person who enjoyed it (laughs) i'm glad you did yeah i'm glad you had fun yeah and it's like oh the villain she's bad but she won't kill everyone like she didn't kill the dwarves, she just froze them, and that they were okay. Yep. Her and all the other little main frozen statue people. She had to be redeemed later, but she had like a, yeah. a bunch of frozen statue people that she was holding on to for some reason, and they were all fine. Yep. Like if she was, I mean, you know, it's a whole thing. List, list. Okay, my my biggest list, thing. list, list. <laughs> all right. List. My biggest thing when I was watching the movie and I kept thinking about this was where the heck was the brother? Did anybody else have that thought? He didn't exist. He did. I didn't even remember there See, was a brother. He, she had a brother. The so the brother I'm, was so creepy in the first one. I'm gonna look. So dang, just the well, way he see, looks, the way he acts, he's just creepy. But but I wish they had put some line in it exactly. of like, oh, where is he? Oh, he's coming back. Like he was, or such maybe a he big was part in the dungeon. The first one. Like he could have been in a dungeon, right? Or uh. because her sis, his her sister left. That's when she's like, hey, oh my god, I'm alone. Guy. Right? I'm alone. You know, come help me because you're my brother. They were so close in the first one. He didn't exist anymore. Like, like, and they had that creepy brother sister relationship Mm -hmm. where he like kissed her on the shoulder, but it was like it was creepy. Yep. 
they didn't make any mention of it. No. It was like just just give I me mean, a we line. already talked about the fact that this film invalidates a huge plot point from but the But that first was movie. my big one cuz yeah. the brother was so creepy in the first one. I yep. I did, wasn't looking forward to it, but I like I kept waiting for it to happen and it well, never did. With the way this film frames everything, like he wouldn't have been it that long anyway, but yeah. Oh man, they even changed the actor who was the mirror. Like what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't the brother look creepy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the, him now. The, now that you're the cut. Yeah, the bowl cut. Now that I saw him, I suddenly got it. Nice point. Right. Um uh, we already spoke on a lot of these ones. Okay, in the first one, um we have Snow White kissing the huntsman. That was the true love's kiss. Mm-hmm. So I just thought those two were gonna be a couple and no. then we kind of jump in and he's like oh but true love and then I don't know it just seems super convenient because the last one just ended on that note that those two were together and then Ooh. Snow White and the Huntsman oh I didn't get that at all no no oh because the true love's kiss because what was that? Here's, here's the other thing is I saw this movie after Maleficent in okay. which in which case the man kissing her to bring her back to life didn't work but yeah. her kiss, like Maleficent kissing her, brought her back to life. Yes. Showing that, like, it's not, you know, romantic love that is true. It's it's a familial love. It's it's caring for her in a certain way. And him, Chris Hemworth, uh, the Huntsman, caring about her in a way that is more like a sistery brother and sistery Prince love. William really cared about her though. Uh, Ugh, they. <laughs> no, I'm not. I. They I, spent less time together than. I, I get than that. Her and the Huntsman, just, and I'm not rooting for them as a couple. It's see, just that's as, how it led me. See, if we if we ignore this first this movie and how it invalidates his wife that died. Yeah. Uh, the fact that he lost someone and that he finally found someone else who gave him purpose and something to believe in and someone care about and realized how innocent and pure and beautiful she was, but didn't see her as a romantic interest just as someone to look up to and follow and serve in that way of actually finding something important in his life. That's, that's what did it for me. Like, that's what I thought was that relationship there. I didn't think they were going to be together. And watching that movie two days ago, that's what I got is from, for him, he didn't want to be with her. Like he loved her the way, the way a a servant loves the queen and and idolizes that well i'm talking about old school like yeah back in the day when when you'd have a queen or a king and they'd be idolized they'd be seen as something close to god and and to to serve the queen or the king would to be to serve god and there's this whole relationship between a serf and and their liege and uh, how that becomes something way more complicated i felt like that was the relationship that was being put there and i i actually really enjoyed that it wasn't forcing a romantic relationship that he they saw her as something open, else you know? yeah yeah, and yeah i think that maybe i made that leap even though they didn't give that to and me. this one sets it up straight up of like nah he's just a dude and yeah. prince william is now king and so it was kind of like oh, oh okay yeah you know, I had to it started in a different back. place for yeah. you yeah okay so that's i made that leap on my own right. but that's where i was like oh, okay let me reshift yeah this is weird where i'm going yep. Cause yeah because yeah from what you remembered there was totally different I'm also going to say, just as someone who barely remembers the first film at all, I was like, oh, yeah, they were a couple, right? Snow White and the Huntsman? Yeah. And so, and it's because it's called Snow White and the Huntsman. And then when the sequel starts, like, when this ha- is happening, I was like, oh, okay, he had a love before, got it. And then we jumped to the present day. And then there's the prince. I was like, oh, I guess she took the prince. I mean, I, it just, I was just, like, making logical leaves based on nothing. Yeah. Like, I was just, oh, I guess this is the story It was giving you now. info, and you're like, all right. All right, all right. <laughs> I'll take uh, it. Can, I, can I take us on a quick detour through two casting things that sure. I... That I <laughs> 
I, I, uh, we could have mentioned the interview, so it didn't even matter. Um, the narrator of this film <laughs> yeah. was Liam Neeson. Yeah, I know. I heard that immediately, and I was like, <laughs> I went, Liam Neeson's Liam in this? <laughs> but then he never shows I up. Know. I thought, is this like supposed to be the mirror? Is this supposed to be, what is happening right that now? That would have been great if it was and the mirror. So in the, really that would have been really been cool. Well, the mirror guy actually mirror. has a different voice. I know that And sucks. it's a different actor from the first one. But um, now in the first oh, movie, is there so a lot of narration? Was, know, was there any been... narration in the first nope. one? Nope. Okay. Because they were going to have to catch, right? They have to catch us up. They have, yeah. to, they have to tell us what's happening mm-hmm. because nothing makes... It's making a bunch of jumps. Yeah. And then, um, Jordan, did you recognize the actor who played the, the innkeeper, the barkeep that uh, um, uh, the huntsman had to bribe to get information but didn't no. get any information from him? Which, that was another D&D. As soon as he, when he tries to bribe him, I go, oh yeah, this is like, yeah, I've done this in D&D. Oh my God. And then when he starts fighting the guys and he says, oh, can we just talk about this? I was like, this is a D&D movie. I know. But yeah, the, so the barkeeper... Mm-hmm. Uh, is the father from The Witch. Yes. Which that's insane to me because I recognized him. amazing in that movie and he's just a barkeep in this. Yeah. <laughs> but but he, looks, just, he looks like he's from that time. I looked period. At nothing, against, yeah. nothing against Mr. Innocent. He looks like he's from that time period. Yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah, he's great. All right, uh, continue. Please. Okay. Please. You're crossing out Let's things. Let's go more. I am. You're I circling down the other sure things. You're putting a lot of stars. <laughs> There's no stars yet. There's, she already earned one. She's trying to, to the walls. More. You're trying to make connections. Okay. I mean, we walked in and she had one of those serial killer maps. I like with to call all them the conspiracy boards. Conspiracy yeah. boards mm-hmm. with all the red yarn. It's set up behind me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. It's daunting. <laughs> yeah. So if we look at figure A, <laughs> <laughs> let me get my what is that like a wand? In sub chart B, yeah, a little. Or do you have a laser pointer? Oh, that laser pointers are way better. Yeah. All right. It's got to be a red one though. Are there other colors? Yeah. Yeah. There's every color. Green will burn things. Yep. Uh, this has been things you didn't think you'd learn today. <laughs> let's, let's continue down your list. I want to get through I'm this. I'm so excited about this. Okay. Um, the fighting scenes. I was not that, I don't want to say happy about the fighting scenes. They were scenes. just flashy. They were, it just, it seems super rushed and I wanted mm. to see everything because I'm taking a fighting course and it's really yeah. fighting for film. And uh-huh. so I was really excited to be like, oh, let's see what I know, you know, and it just, it was so fast, and so I didn't get to enjoy the fighting scenes. The best one just reminded me of Brotherhood of the Wolf, which I think is one of the best uh, movies with fighting in them because it puts martial arts type stuff in like 15th century France. I was going to say, is that, are you talking it. about the fight scene where the huntsman and, uh, and she Sarah. comes up in the hood where she, oh, she first one. shows oh, okay. up and she's flipping all over the place and then oh. she never does that again in the movie because it's a different person doing the fight. <laughs> uh, I, I thought you were referring to, cause I, I actually kind of liked the fight that was when they had to fight the groups to be together. Oh, that, that was, was good. Cool that was kind of interesting. And you could see yeah. more of what was happening in that one. That yeah. one was more choreographed and less, we're going to move the camera here and do some wire work and he's going to fly. And but when I wanted to like, like, pinpoint on it to like a specific person mm. i wasn't able to see it it just felt so like it rushed. was it was hard to place everything yeah and like, oh they're fighting it's- and i i felt the same way because i just finished listening to um as you wish audiobook which is about princess bride and that movie especially that fight scene on the cliff between inigo Matoya and um and wesley i just watched that movie. is just incredible oh it's and, amazing and it it's is amazing and what was it, the left hand? You yeah. Know that I'm- yeah, yeah. I'm not left-handed either. Uh, <laughs> it's just incredible. And when it comes down to it, the choreo, like, they spent months and months working on that uh, on that choreography. It is beautiful. And it, it, 
to this day, it is one of the best fight scenes ever in a film. Mm -hmm. And then you watch a movie like this, and aside from a couple scenes, there's just it's just camera work and some CG stuff yeah. and some wire stuff, and there's nothing impressive. You're just watching things happen. Exactly. It, that's exactly how I felt. Yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. Um, I feel like that's something that me and Jordan have complained about a lot, though, through various films where the fight scenes just focus. It, it turns into where someone's punching. So you see them, the punch coming in. Then we have a quick cut, different different shot of the punch hitting. Cut to another shot of hit, another punch winding quick up. quick cut fights. And then you cut to another punch. Cut, cut. You're cutting from punch to see, punch yeah, it's where you can't really one, get... One angle. Well, that would be perfect. The that way would be, you do uh, it is you're, you're far enough away. I'll have to show you because it's mm-hmm. really kind of mm-hmm. crazy. Plus yeah, you, I think you almost punched me right now. You're, I did not. You're preparing, I feel like you're preparing to that's, punch me. That's what you're the, doing you have to, a, you know, have to I'm base. Scared. Are you scared? scared? And then you put your hand up. Oh, God. Right? Are Here you we terrified? Here we go. But see, I'm far enough away because I've taken up a step. It's all in camera angles. You're not supposed to... I mean, you can, but to shoot back and forth, it's like you you're preparing for that yeah yeah the um oh shoot what was that film um from the guy who made you you love this film and now if you watch it again you'll go oh yeah these fight scenes suck the one where uh uh he has to put on the the x it's matt damon puts on like a suit an exoskeleton suit so he doesn't die and then he and then he goes into space and and there's a whole elysium elysium Oh, my Elysium. Yeah, watch, watch Elysium again, again and then watch the fight scenes because they suck. They suck so hard. Yeah, they're really bad. And, th- and they should be awesome because you have Charlton Copley who's playing this awesome villain in that and then you have Matt Damon who's wearing a, like an exoskeleton that helps him punch and jump mm-hmm. and do all kinds of crazy shit and, and all the fight scenes you have no idea what's going on. Did I see that it's just all punches. No, that was no. too long ago. No, no. You don't want to know what movie has really good choreography? That just came out? Oh, I thought you were going to say just in general the, the Raid the and the world. Raid 2. Well, so go watch the raid and the raid. Go two, watch the raid and the, have you seen those movies? The raid movies? No. Oh my god! Yeah, that's I, the I almost want to host good fight in my house a movie night just so people can watch those movies because they are amongst people who love action movies. They are lauded. I'll bring my they, water. That's all I can please. Have. Yeah. Bring the water. I'll eat candy in front of you. <laughs> that would really suck. And probably. Lots Can I of have popcorn. my own like cubicle? Yeah. So I don't uh-huh. see you guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. You'll be wearing blinders. <laughs> like a horse, yeah. you know. That's, horse blinders. Yeah. And they'll say Nutrisystem on the side. Oh my god. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> they come when you buy the meal plan. They come with the horse <laughs> this blinders. Is how you deal? Walking through the grocery store was so hard today. I'm like, this is awful. I have yeah. broccoli and mushrooms yeah. and. Gross. I know. See, I would. I would go on a horse diet and just eat oats and, and apples. Well, I thought you were gonna go like can, I'm gonna eat horses. Sorry. Can you dip those in cheese? Well, that would that help? No. Nope. Oh. No, no dairy. Well, I'm out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> can't no. do that. No. Let me. Sh- I'm gonna show you oh, what no. I'm because he tomorrow. he subsists mainly on f- uh, balls of fried macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Wait. Breaded and fried What's macaroni happening? and cheese. Oh, That's all he eats. Yeah. Fettuccine. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You like noodles? Pizza? I like noodles. Noodle. Macaroni is noodle. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Inside of a fried ball of, of, of cheese. Macaroni. I wonder yeah. how your cholesterol yeah. is. Anyway. <laughs> it's great. Let's Look focus back on this he's, movie. He's felt. Um, <laughs> the movie. Uh, it's a movie. We yeah. went through that. Yeah. And, and well, I was going to say Hardcore Henry. Oh, okay. Because that is, that film has one camera. 
the entire time. Oh, oh my man, god, I didn't even realize. So awesome. it, 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 I mean, it, it, excepting for like digital cuts, it, it must appear to be all in one take. Feels like it. I, I, I mean, there, unless there, he closes his eyes or I mean, or, or sleeps. There or are cuts because yeah. of stuff that happens in the plot. Yeah. But other than that, stuff feels like one shot the whole time. Oh, that is that so movie. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like films that try and do extended shots, long like takes, he, whatever you call he it. He free climbs up the side of a building because he can't go through the front door, and yeah. you're on that ride with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. All right. And and just we've we've I feel like a certain subset of directors, especially as someone who used to be a visual effects coordinator. Well, that's I mean, I think that's also they were trying to save money, maybe. Yeah, but just I don't know. I, I, yeah, I really expected the fight is, scenes to be awesome. You yeah. know, I just expected because that. He comes from the Avengers series, mm-hmm. which a lot of that is CG, but it's done in such a way to where you can see what everybody's doing. Well, there was, there was also a really great... Uh, I, it's probably been posted a million times before, but I just recently saw it again, uh, a, a GIF version of an outtake where Thor is doing his move where his hammer comes oh, at him. Oh, and he misses it. And he it. misses it, but he kind of like bounces it around on his hand, so it <laughs> yeah. still looks really cool, but it's, uh-huh. he co- totally messed up. Yeah. And then behind him is Chris Evans doing all the right choreography. Yeah. And so it looks great and silly, but it's the wrong... You know, it's an, yeah. it's an outtake. And those... And, and I mean, there's the scene at the end of the first Avengers. There's the scene at the beginning of the second Avengers that are just these amazing, amazingly choreographed and shot. And yes, a lot of CG, but they're just gorgeous. You can see everything that is happening. Mm-hmm. Everything looks really cool. And, and when it's done poorly, A, you can't tell what's going on. And B, it just looks like mumbo jumbo on the screen. You just can't... It's just not enjoyable. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, these—they're trying to look cool and they're failing at it. So, All right, I want to get—I want to get the next point on Jessica's list. Okay, um, this is probably a duh one, but does Snow White get better after after the Queen? Hopefully, yeah, because the I mirror mean, they, was destroyed. So but they don't ever like. I just wanted like a yeah, touch on. I it, think she know? didn't matter. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna break that. I mean, it's not called uh, Snow White. It's I realize, but I just, we just, we I just wanted to take just a little. You Look, know, it's not about the woman; it's about the man. Okay, oh, we don't have enough movies oh, these days Excuse that talk me. about the Except male the funny thing is, white experience in America. See, the funny thing and is, or Snow White's Kingdom. You're saying this, but this film added three new women, yes. at least two new yep. female characters, know, and brought back a dead one from the first movie, just right. because. Why not? Why not? And so. I, th- I know, I'm joking. I think it works out that way. <laughs> and we have female dwarves. I loved it. Uh, even though uh, they didn't have beards, which is canonical. <laughs> yeah, that was weird, right? Yeah. I, I mean, just kind of for me, as a, as a D&D, as watching a D&D campaign it play out in front of my eyes on a movie screen, uh-huh. the fact that the women didn't have beards. Especially, they, they had a great scene where the... They were talking, they were talking about how ugly yeah. they are. Oh, I know. And, and I was they show up like, and, expecting it. And they just look normal. And they look right? normal. I'm like, oh... One, one had a funky hairdo that I was yeah. like, all right, that's a funky hairdo. Yeah. But mm. That was actually a really funny scene where it's like, well, how do new dwarves get made? And they're <laughs> that like, was awesome. Accidentally. <laughs> and I was like, oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, man. This movie succeeded when it was trying to be silly. Yeah. Very true. We crossed that one off. Next. Ooh. I know. We're doing good. We're going through the list. I know. I was unhappy with how the dwarves just appeared. I just feel like it just was like, okay, start. Yeah. The plot of like, yeah. hey, Please go do this thing. Right? It just here are people to go with you. Yeah. The, See, the beginning you, of this movie that you're is watching, so soft. If you think that you're watching a D and D campaign, <laughs> which is it how all every D and D campaign, because it's just like, hey, there's the, the four of you. You're together. Yeah, the, 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 the DMD is like, 
so you're all in this end together. <laughs> and that's just how it starts every time. I mean, you always have a little bit of backstory because uh-huh. one of the dwarves was one of the dwarves from the first film. Right. So it was like a soft... It makes sense that it he still has to do it. And then he had a half-brother. And then they run into the other... supposed to be like a tracker as well of some type. He says at the very, very beginning. Well, and he also which is money. why he's arguing with Chris Hemsworth because he yeah. thinks he's a better tracker than him. Well, and he wants the money. Yeah, of course he's greedy. There's a, yeah, <laughs> there's some very basic, you know, uh, setups. Yeah, setup and wants and needs that these characters are attempting to meet, <laughs> and it's it's super basic. Yeah. All right. Okay. What's next? next I love this. I'm not refuting you. I'm just saying, like, if you watch the film the way I did, yeah, I didn't watch it from a certain standpoint. You're gonna love it. Um, this is my last one, and it's kind of like a a good bad thing. I um I felt like there was unexplained powers for the queen. <laughs> oh yeah, she just had some. Yeah, That's the way magic like, works in these movies. Well, yeah, when they first started, <laughs> I was like, oh, psychic, sense. psychic is part of her power. Like it just wasn't explained, yeah. and then I mean, you find out why. But um, and then like, oh, mind control. Like it just, I don't know. It was like, oh, does she? She gets this one, and oh, this is convenient for her to get an owls. Okay, like it was just so bizarre mm-hmm. to me. And it, I mean, it was it was cool. Well, I liked worked, her owl headdress. Her yeah. owl mask. She had to put on the owl mask to see yeah, through the yeah, owl like, thing. That was cool. And yeah. there's even a scene where she has a guy bring it to her. Even though it's in an earlier scene, it was just like sitting next was, to her. I know, right? But so now I she's know. like, bring me the owl mask. You have fire. I don't like you. No fire. Like, <laughs> it's like, why? What? Right. Is that the only reason why we had that scene? So uh-huh. she could yell about fire? Yep. We could be reminded, oh, well, yeah, her see. baby was killed by fire. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. We forgot about that. Yeah. That was at the beginning. No, it was dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, there were some dumb scenes there in this was, movie. Yeah. So then on my good list, see the, the arrow pointed upwards. Um, you crossed out one though. I so did, it's not talked, good anymore. Well, no, we talked about it already. She's crossing it off as we talk about it. I know. It. I do Come like on, this pay though. Pay attention. What? Wow. <laughs> Are we talking about. Uh, Can you read it upside down? Husband, <laughs> you want to husband, that? Right? He just has a moment where his eyes go, just glaze over and he goes, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> Get out of my house. Are we, yeah. Are we doing There's a podcast? What? <laughs> Why is everything set up? D- damn it, not again. <laughs> Did you sleep podcast? Yeah, sleep again? cast. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's That's how we've done every show. Is that like corsets? Costumes. There you go. There we go. I love the dresses. That mm. was that was cool. Yeah. That was that was cool. Mm-hmm. Everyone looked cool. Yeah. And uh I'm I didn't s- like how CG her gold that thing was. was because at a very, I mean, everything looked legit until she came back out of the mirror, and some of her clothes were CG, which they just I don't wanted know, to just make puff it. her up a little more. Just but just make it. They didn't. They didn't have time or money for make it. it. They were just like, oh, we'll do it in post. We'll do it in post. Make it. Spray paint something. I don't know. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Hey. That's what that's what CG used to be used for back in the mm-hmm. day. Was just making stuff look better like that, mm-hmm. not whole scenes. Mm-hmm. And then um, on my good list, oh wait, we can cross that one out. Sorry guys, uh, yeah, Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right? Yeah, I just she's awesome. Yeah, I liked good. her. Really. I'm actually uh, I so I was looking through the cast list and um, I clicked on Emily Blunt and it actually made me sad uh, because the three movies that were listed as her known for were uh, Edge of Tomorrow, oh, Sicario, yeah. okay, and um, oh, shoot, the third one was real good too. I closed it out, but it was it was they were all three very recent movies, very good movies. She was good in them, yeah. And then you have a film like this where she's given like kind of garbage to work with, Looper yeah. and Looper, yeah. And I'm like, 
this is I mean those she had three, small she had kind of smallish roles in e- in those are at least one of them. I mean Edge in, in Sicario she was the main character, but which one was Looper? Did you just ask which movie is Looper? And off mic, what are you doing? I'm looking. At I know, but you're like, hey, okay. It's have a it's Br- it's Bruce Willis and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, there it is. Thank you. Got okay. It. Okay. All right. But I yes. was thinking of Jumper. That's where I was at. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> there's one good part of that. There movie. is one good the part very of, the end of the movie. Oh no. When Which one ends? are you doing? Okay. Well, there's two good parts. I think for me. Okay. What was your well, for uh, good as in it's silly when oh. he tries to open the door and he doesn't know how to open a fucking door yeah. and Samuel Jackson goes, "I got you," and he like shocks him. I was <laughs> yeah. like, "What the? Fuck? You're an idiot. What is happening right now?" Well, no. And then his buddy. I like yeah. his buddy. His buddy. His buddy. Well, because Ben Foster is fantastic. I didn't even realize it was Ben Foster until you just said that. And then. Uh, what's it called? And then I also dig the the business mom. You love business mom. I love business mom because she's a better business mom. Yeah, she's a better business mom mm-hmm. than than what's in both movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, that was, I'm so podcast. sorry for that tangent. Yeah, Charlie oh, Stern. Um, every time I see in a movie now, I think about there was a, like a casting rumor that they were going to do a film version of. Um, oh, well, it's not Ben Foster. It's Jamie Bell. Sorry. Okay, well, he's good too. I love him. He's Tintin, and he's Turn Washington Spies. He's Mister Washington Spy Turn. Yes. Um, Sorry. Mostly he's Tintin, please. Well, you know, priorities. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Tintin, another good film with Nick Frost in it. (laughs) (laughs) One of many. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. Yeah, I think he's in a lot of good ones. I like him. Yeah. Uh, What the hell? Charlie Saren, she's good. Yeah, that was on the good list. She's always rumored to be on good. Oh, she's going to be in the next Fast and Furious. That's what I'm excited for. Yeah. The bad guy, probably. Oh. Better be, yeah, hundred percent better. A very be. good bad guy. Yeah, it's hard to do yeah. bad guys. Charlize Theron is. I'm gonna make this statement right now. I've never said it before. She's oh. a better Nicole Kidman. Yeah, everyone's like shaking their head. Everyone's kind of grumbling about it. For me, Nicole Kidman yeah. shines when she's a bad guy. Yeah, and Charlize Theron is a better. Nicole so, what do you Kidman. think of Golden Compass? Because I like the book way better. Well, I never read the book, uh-huh. but you put Daniel Craig in a film. Mm-hmm. You put Nicole Kidman as a bad guy. Mm-hmm. You put um, what's what, what? Who's the guy who plays the cowboy? He plays a cowboy. That's enough for me. And then you even have a, a, a Green Eva Green reteaming with Daniel Craig after yeah. Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, that movie was stacked for me. And then the ending sucked. So yeah, that was about <laughs> that was about where it went. That's why we never got more. And we had a big polar bear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that the Sam Sam. What is that Western guy? The the cowboy. You know what I'm talking about. He Sam, rode that polar Sam bear. Elliott. Sam Elliott. The 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 cowboy that was born in Southern California. He but has played a cowboy in every movie he's ever been he in. He is best as a cowboy. Yep. And, Christopher uh, Lee was in that movie. Oh, Ian geez. McShane. Oh jeez. Ian McShane gets into a lot of these and, and Ian McKellen gets right out. Ian McShane was in the first Huntsman. Yeah. I'm calling it the first Huntsman. I know. It was called Snow White and the Huntsman. Right. Now it's just the Huntsman. I, I kind of wish we get another sequel where it's just all from the Snow White's perspective now. Can we just like branch off? Can we make this universe a Snow Is White Kristen Huntsman universe? In it? Yeah, she would of course play. Does she have her mouth She's open good. She's a good actress, everyone. I actually dug her in the first movie. I thought she did a way better job than she did in any of the Twilight films. I will. You can't blame you her for Twilight. No, because they told her to be a really shitty character. Because books are really. I bad. mean, no one blames Ed. Ed. You no. take a woman and you put her on. I'm. I'm guessing Valium the entire <laughs> trilogy, and she's gonna have a bad. You can't blame. Bad. His name's Robert, right? Robert Pattinson. Yep. 
because nobody blames him. He had a fine time getting roles. Yeah. Nobody made fun of him for being a weirdo. Uh-huh. But guess what? Man, he was he just was, as bad and just he as was weird. Way worse. It's like if you think about just what characters do and how they act, mm-hmm. he was creeper nine thousand. Yeah. yeah. Yep. The worst type of of example to set. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Ugh. <laughs> anyway. Okay, while you guys were talking, I remember something else that I wanted to bring Please, up. Please, yes. The polar bear. Can we talk about the polar bear? Yep. It was just for where, a scene. Where did yeah. she keep that? Did she conjure him? Was, was that like an owl? Did she have a stable full of polar bears? Yes. I'm fine with 100%, it. 100%, yes. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this doesn't bother, bother you. She no, walked up and I was like... <laughs> I like polar bears. They had that for the trailer. They literally made that scene for the trailer. For the trailer. There were so many told. scenes in this movie that I was like, oh, this is they wanted Just to make an trailer. awesome trailer. Yep. So they put mm-hmm. in a one-off scene where she's riding a polar bear with an army around her so they can call it Winter's War. Because there's no real war that happens, mm-hmm. if you think about it. The war that happens is off screen. Yep. We don't see, we see the, the end of one battle where it looks like uh, all the, apparently as a collective, they're called the Huntsmen. You know, so yes. that already makes him less special. Yes, right? And he picks up, he's all tired. He picks up the crown and he's like, okay, let's go. And then he personally hand delivers it back to the Ice Queen. Hey, do you want to know something funny? Kristen Stewart's in Jumper. Would you rather? Yeah, of course. Earlier? Is she? Uh-huh. I'm going to have to watch this again. I knew she was. She was. She was great in Panic Room. What part was she? She is great in Panic Room. She was Sophie. I Probably the female I think that's the love interest. Love interest. Yeah. Mm. The one that he says, "Let's travel the world with" at the very end of the movie. I. Uh, and he brings her along to go see mom, but she's like, "No, you, you're good. Yeah. I don't need to meet your mother." Mm-hmm. And so then he remembers how to open a door. Oh no, you're right. It wasn't her. Yeah, okay. That I'm like, was. Am I thinking of a different movie? What are you even thinking of? No, Jordan. Rachel Bilson. Are you looking sorry. at fake IMDb? <laughs> no, she's in it. She's <laughs> she's just she's just, just another yeah. Just she's just another character. She's probably the friend of of Rachel Bilson's just character. Just a bud, Millie. A hang hang. Or just call everyone buds. Yep. Sure. That's my They're new just that's my new thing. I'm gonna say, oh, that's their bud. That's their air bud. I don't know if that's gonna catch on. <sighs> <laughs> You're so mad right now. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. That was called acting. Oh, oh. sorry! I'm stepping on your acting toes. Right, get wow. off, get off. <laughs> should I should I leave so you guys can so this out? This movie. <laughs> do we have anything to say about the ending? Like I on, I saw it two hours ago. I have no idea how it ends. Yeah. They they survive. Yeah. Right. They have their own. Free and then army. oh, there's they like a the Liam Neeson fight. tells us that everything's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the the they now the whole North is now free, All but right. winter's coming. So. <laughs> Well, oh, it says everyone gets happily after after. Or maybe not. There's one golden raven left. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I, I literally so said out loud, really? The only time a golden bird coming at the screen at the end of anything was fantastic was in Kung Fury. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm going to throw that gauntlet down. You remember that real well. You guys don't remember? I don't remember the exact ending. You can't of Kung remember Fury. every scene of Kung Fury? No. I don't. Do you have photographic memory? I remember that the eagle was there. I, I don't remember, remember the eagle well. coming at. I don't remember the eagle coming at the screen. But okay, oh, yeah, it's the end, buddy. Well, I remember he like lands, uh-huh. and I was like, I want more right now. Uh-huh. It's like the golf ball coming at the screen. Oh, we yeah. can just scrap this entire podcast and just review Kung Fury again. Uh, no, 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 no. We did we did a good job today. Okay, we did a good job. <laughs> Gold stars all around. <laughs> this podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BendyNetwork.com.